This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Boxing Day podcast. We're here in the pub. Everyone's enjoying three pints of London Prides, sinking them down and uh, drowning their sorrows, I suppose, because Ipswich came and it did an absolute job on us today. After 25 seconds, we were a goal down and it didn't really get better from there. But listen, Bees fans are still relatively optimistic. I've got a couple of Bees fans here, flew in all the way from Stockholm on Christmas Day to come to this game and they're going up to Wolves on Sunday. Enough respect to these guys. Listen, it wasn't great, was it? Um, I was hoping when, when the Bees were down 3-0, I was hoping they would do the Swedish national team kind of, uh, you know, getting back together that uh, they did against Germany uh, in a qualifying game in, I think it was the World Cup. They were down 4-0 and they got it to 4-4. I was hoping the Bees would do that today, but... Uh, it didn't really come together. Do you think it was too much turkey today or do you think that Ipswich had done their homework on the bees and they just locked us down we couldn't do what we normally used to do? Yeah, I do think so. I think the bees have done more than any of us hoped they would do this season and today maybe it went a bit too hard for them. I, I don't know, that's, I, that's my guess. It looked uh, Ipswich all the way from the start, I'd say. Ipswich were looking pretty pretty strong, probably one of the strongest sides we've played this season. And I'm asking you because people think you're from Stockholm, but you've actually got a season ticket for the mighty, mighty bees, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, no, to, to be honest, I wasn't very impressed with Ipswich, except for that they have a really massive defence. And, you know, we didn't, you know, we, we couldn't do anything. They had, they got their defence together really well and on the counter-attack they were really effective and our defence was, to be honest, a bit shit today. So, yeah, that's, that's what happens. Our, our defence, I mean, we're saying that they made a load of mistakes and everything like that, yeah. They made a lot, they, we made a quite a few mistakes. David Button obviously made a mistake with the first goal. You know, he said Harley headed the goal, I think, for the headed, headed the ball to the man. Laid it on for the third goal. It was Tabby, I think it was. Laid it for the third goal, I think it was. Yeah, of course it was Tabby. You know, 
everyone makes mistakes and listen you can't sit down and point fingers at people no. um, but again we're still trying to work out whether or not we were just weren't 100% up for this game maybe the same way that we weren't for Middlesbrough or whether or not Ipswich had just locked us down and they just didn't make us play our game no, I think that you're right in your original statement one mistake you know but there were several mistakes today there were too many mistakes and that's you know Maybe it was a bit of celebrating Christmas too hard or something. I, I don't know, but it was one too many or three too many. I don't know. Listen, this game's finished now. We're sitting down there enjoying our beer and thinking forward. And you guys have come over for a few days' holiday. Yep. But we, Episodic, managed to convince you guys to buy some tickets, some train tickets to go to Wolverhampton on Sunday. Yeah. Isn't that madness personified? Uh, yeah. To you, maybe. But, uh, but no, no, I think it's perfectly normal, of course. But do you think, listen, yeah. just forget that, because like I said, you've seen the beast of two jobs. Do you think they're going to be able to turn it around against Wolves? We beat them 4-0, but they're going to want to do a job on us, aren't they? No. Um, we, we, we'll definitely have them. We had them 3-0 the other week at home. 4-0. Uh, 4-0 uh, the other week. Uh, um... I can't, yeah, we probably won't do as good, but still, yeah, we, we could get a win out of that. I, I, I'm fully confident. Okay, we'll see you up there, you bees. Yeah, up your bees. <laughs> We're here. mildly disappointed, but. Overall, speak to people, they're not that disappointed because, you know, they're just rejoicing in the fact that we're actually in the top six yeah. on Boxing Day still. Yeah. And maybe that was, just, that was a game that we just need to just get out of our memory banks, do you think? I think so. It's just a bad day at the office. I mean, when you go one, one goal down after 20 seconds, you're always going to be chasing the game. Um, Mick McCarthy, tactically, uh, did, his, did his job. He knew that we played uh, from the back four. He uh, put pressure on the back four straight away. Uh, it's all mistakes, individual mistakes. We got punished, which we have, we have done before. But we, we carried on playing our way and we scored two goals. It's great to see Sammy Saunders score two goals. Great to see him back in the team and for him to score two goals is great. And I'm sure, you know, I hate to quote Mark Warburton, but we will learn from this and it won't happen again. Well, I mean, I hope not. It's interesting because we're sitting here in the pub, we're watching the goals go in. I think Derby is scoring five or four at the moment now. We've got, um, you know, there's somebody else's. There's, there's a lot of goals going in, and we can see our goal difference every time we get these two, you know, two, three goals against us. It just obliterates us a little bit, and you realise that, you know, our goal difference is plus eight, and others are sort of like 20 plus, like, you know. So it either means that we're not scoring enough, or we're letting in too many, or both. We've conceded far too many goals. I mean, the last two games, how many goals have we conceded? We've conceded... Uh, two against Cardiff. Yeah, two against Cardiff. It's, it's too many. Yeah. It's basically too many. Uh, and Harley Dean might have been responsible for one of the, maybe one or two of the goals today. So maybe it's time to bring Tykowski back. Um, we, we have got to tighten up at the back. And obviously, we need another forward. We do, you know, in the January window, we need to buy another forward. Because Andre Gray is superb, but we can't depend on him. We need another... We all know Big Nick. <laughs> and, you know, how many goals he's scored so far? We've been in on for the last 15 minutes. He does nothing. 
we need some. We need to bring somebody on who can still carry on to score goals. And Big Nick's not the answer. We need a goal scorer. So are we punching above our weight? Um, I don't think so, really, because we, we the, the style of football we play uh, deserves to be where we are. So I would say no. I mean, we're playing good football still, but today we got unpicked, we got undone by a very good Ipswich side. Yeah, McCarthy did a job on us today, and you, you just got to tip your hat. I'm afraid, you know. Again, I don't. Same last last um, last Saturday against Cardiff. Don't don't dwell on the negatives. We can't we can't dwell too much on this. We lost the game. Uh, McCarthy um, knew where our weaknesses were, and he we, we, he capitalised on them. Um, we just need to just continue doing what we do good at, and, and, and that is attack. And we, we did that. And that, that, for me, the best thing about today was, although we got beaten, we played a Brentford game of football. And we will beat most teams playing that way. We, 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 we come up against a team who are better than us and more experienced than us and a manager that outthought us. Tip your hat, move on. So listen, you are a little bit disappointed, I would say. Yes. Uh, I thought it would be a tough game and I was a bit nervous before we went and I was proved right. Uh, I think they probably met the best team I've seen in Griffin Park this year and I think Ipswich will probably go up and I think there was potentially a bit of a tactical flaw in Brentford's game. And, wh- and how exactly is the tactical flaw? Uh, I think they've played extremely well this year with a, a small team, a fast team, and you know, thanks, thanks, uh, a very, very quick attacking style of play, which has demolished lots of lesser teams. Today they came up against a team with a very, very solid big back line and a strong team. Not saying Ipswich were dirty, but they were a strong team in the tussles, in the nudges. They were stronger. Brentford looked a little bit smaller and often they came off second best. They pushed up too much to start with. They often demolished teams. This time they kept getting caught on the counter. And it's just one of those days where it unraveled. Uh, I haven't lost hope. It's six wins out of eight. I still think the team are flying. I think this is the best season I can ever remember at Brentford. Of course, it's interesting that you say that, but at the beginning of the season, there was a fear that we felt that we actually weren't strong enough because a lot of the teams were battering us off the ball. They were bigger, they were stronger than us. We had Charlton, we even had Blackpool, we had Middlesbrough, who were strong and tougher than us. But then we we learned how to combat that with our speed and our Exactly, exactly, exactly. The first goal was the killer blow. That... I hardly got started and you go one down and you you look at yourself a bit you get a bit edgy uh, I didn't think the defence played great in the first half but having said all that Brentford are up, traditionally are scoring a lot of goals they're very exciting to watch and bless their hearts they didn't like 20 years, 30 years of watching Brentford roll the ball up to the left half or the right half 
boot the ball into the centre, hope for a knockdown, all that old, outdated football. They kept trying to play football. They lost, I think, on the day to a much better team. I think Ipswich are probably the best team in the division. And no shame. Uh, but tactically, I think they're a bit out-muscled. Sunday. Wolves have a score to settle with us, don't they? Uh, yes, they do. And it's very hard coming from that defeat against the top side going within two days playing another game. And I don't... I hope... I hope they do all right. I was thrilled by the Cardiff result. Um, they're again 3-0 up, roasting the opposition with breakaway football and then tried to play it tight lost two goals Uh, it's difficult because if you have this lovely flowing football which is so attractive to watch can you always guarantee to be tight solid at the back you've only got 11 players on the pitch and that's the thing I mean technically some people turn around and say we should go to Wolves and go for the draw we ain't going to do that are we no I don't think we are and I think the fact that Brentford fans are pretty happy. It's the most exciting football we've seen for years. Uh, the crowds are coming in. Uh, they're going to stay up this year in spades. And next year, you know, onwards and upwards, a bit of strengthening of the squad. I think there's a terrific future here. But I don't think uh, they should change their style and have telegraph poles at the back and just be tough guys because I think against two-thirds of the teams in that division they can beat them you bees yeah come on you bees <laughs> yes I've got the man Brian but you actually ain't despondent because you've done a bit of stato business today haven't you the Brian yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at his match stats 65% possession um, shots on target I believe was 19 to 17 um, shots on target we have far greater shots on target so let's not be disheartened two or three mistakes um, we'll get better we can only get better we can only get better but I mean doesn't that also highlight the fact that you know we've got a team that came to us more clinical and just hit us bang and put the balls in the back of the net when it needed to yeah that, the thing the thing is with them you know you know the man in charge he, he gets efficiency rather than there was to me. I would rather watch Brentford lose and play total football than watch a team who's efficient but unentertaining. I like entertaining football, and that's what we are: is entertaining football. So okay, I mean, we played entertaining football today. We scored two great goals as well. Sam Saunders has come back off the bench, big fan favourite today, and he scored two goals. I mean, delighted for him as well. Um, about Sam Saunders? Yeah, Sam Saunders, absolute quality. I uh, watched him play, I think it's Millwall way, came on, looked class. At the moment, we have actually got class players on the bench, which could probably fit in most championship teams I've seen this season. Players to come onto the field from our bench don't even get a game. Future's good. So it's, it's nice coming in here, everyone's sinking down a pint of pride and just chilling out now here watching QPR, hopefully lose to Arsenal. People don't seem that despondent at all, do they? No, we're not despondent. We're up, mate. We're on our way up. We're, we're, we are the rising reds, there's no doubt about it. Red and white army, mate. We are going to be there. And uh, you better watch out, because whatever team you are, you better be careful, because we are the real deal, man. We are the real deal. You bees. We are the red, real deal. The bees are you reds. 
we've got just a few more bees here. Absolutely and totally not despondent at all, are you? Not at all. I'm very positive because if even a year ago, could you imagine we'd be where we are now? Because I couldn't. And 10 years ago, it's unbelievable. You know, we've beaten Derby, Forest, Cardiff. The first half was the best first half I've seen possibly in 30 years of watching Brentford. So I am more than happy to be where we are. And if at the end of the season we're in the top six, fantastic. One season of Premier League would do me, I'll die happy in 20 years, maybe 50 years after that, but who knows. Okay, we're talking about this and, and it's very easy for us to be, I'll say complacent because we're very happy to be where we are, but to be quite honest with you, we're in the top three on Boxing Day, our top three in Christmas, and they say that, you know, last year the top three, who were in the top three last season, all three of them went up. So if you were the owner or, or, or people in the club, we'd be looking at, actually, this is a real opportunity for us to go up. And if that's the case, what do we need to be doing in January to, uh, to make that happen? Well, look at last season. We lost at home to Wolves. I'd be more than happy to go up with Ipswich, wouldn't you? <laughs> but we, you know as well as I do, what we're missing is another striker. We've got, got to have competition up front because goals win matches and we are totally reliant on a player who's not, who could potentially burn out. He's been the first season after non-league. So we need another striker who can make some damage. And then we've got a side, because we create so many chances. Defensively, Ipswich did a job on us today, but defensively, generally, we were solid. We've got Tarkowski on the bench. He's a fantastic player, but we need competition up front. So if we get a good loan or a good striker, anything can happen. Anything can happen. This is the Besotted Podcast. We are out of here. Well, we're not out of here, because we're actually carrying on drinking, having a good time. Bees fans here. Ipswich fans are here, but I think they've gone home to uh, finish the old bubble and squeak and all that malarkey. But listen, we've got no problems here because we are looking forward to playing Wolves on Sunday. Wolves ain't looking forward to us coming up there at all. Listen, every time we have a bit of a downfall, 3-0, 4-0 down, we come back and we batter the next team. So Wolves, we're coming for you. This is Besotted Podcast, besotted.co.uk. Check us out. Check us out on Audio Boom and check us out on YouTube, Besotted1992. We are very happy bees despite losing today. Come on, you bees, pride of West London. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. <laughs> Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.